0: Taking up a variety of topics as diverse as working from home to sporting events to the role of the board of directors to crisis management to the role of supply chains. We will look at all of these in this podcast. If you have a topic you'd like covered on compliance and coronavirus, please let me know. I'd be happy to do a podcast on it. In this episode, I visit with David Wolf. David is the founder at Audavita Studios. He is a podcast and audiobook producer. He talks about how these tools can be used by corporations and compliance officers for communications coming out of the coronavirus health crisis and economic dislocation. It's a fascinating exploration of new and different ways to communicate compliance. Hello everyone. Tom Fox back for another episode. And today I have with me David Wolf. In addition to being my animal namesake, uh, we are also proud members of uh, C suite and David has one of the, the most, uh, I think forward thinking and unique audio companies around and it's around audiobooks but that's just touches on the wide variety of audio he involved is involved with so david first of all with an incredibly long-winded introduction welcome and thank you for taking the time to visit with me today
1: hey thanks tom great to be with you and yes the fox talking to a wolf It doesn't get a whole lot better it doesn't get any better than that so um could you tell us about your podcast and audiobook business so, sure, um, you know, I, I grew out of the music production business. I'm actually originally a composer, producer for radio TV and film. So I was a guy that wrote jingles. I did film scores. I worked with documentary filmmakers for the first forty or so years of my life. And then after that, I just I, I took a break from what I'll call writing the abstract future music that, you know, uh, someone would use in a commercial or a film or children's programming and and began to switch shift my interest in business. And with that, grew a business uh, that in its current form today is called Audavita Studios. And, and we uh, deliver most of the product we deliver is, well, it is audio. We do some video. I've got three guys on my team that cut video. So we ac- actually are starting to cross into video. But the core of the business is audio production delivered in podcasts and audio books. So we're working with thought leaders. We're working with business professionals. We're working with authors, of course. Um, on the audio book side, a lot of them, uh, much of our work is recording remotely using uh, platforms like the one you and I are using today called Squadcast to uh, to produce nearly studio quality audio for the audiobook product. And, of course, we do the same on the podcast side. So was, what's fascinating, you know, you and I are sitting, uh, not to timestamp this, but I guess I'm going to, you know, there's, there's, there's this thing called COVID. And even before that hit, we were almost entirely building our business uh, remotely. I've had a couple of cases where guys wanted to fly out and work with me face-to-face, but for the most part, we are recording in 90 minute sessions with authors and, um, on the audiobook side with authors all over the world. And then on the podcast side, you know, it depends on the length of the episode, of course. So, so that's a quick on, uh, you know, sort of how to, how we do what we do. I've got a team of about people side is important. I talked a little bit about tech technology, so I'm really having fun leading a wonderful team of talented people. I've got a core group of about four or five people, uh, Erica Yokum on the operations side. Uh, Sean Hettinger heads up our uh, podcast re, um, recording and production side. Um, Mark Shipman does the project management on the uh, on the uh, audiobook side. And, and so I, I'm just having fun learning how to be a, a, a good leader, an effective leader, amidst you know some really talented folks that are good communicators and, and know how to handle clients and work with people collaboratively to get the product done. So, David, one of the things that struck me, I've been
0: able to uh, hear you at a couple of uh, conferences, and we've shared a couple of panels where you've talked about your work, but it struck me that the work you do, the audio you produce, is really missing from the corporate world, and it's missing uh, because uh, what's missing is utilizing the audio format to deliver information that is required in the corporate world, and what uh, really intrigued me was your, uh, offering of your audio, uh, book package of 10K, 10,000 words, and uh, how uh, you might call that an ebook or you might call that a smaller book, or you might call that a something book, but you put a package for that from the audio format, and then that's led to other discussions around audio white paper. So I was wondering if we could just start with your package offering, if you could describe that, and then we maybe could explore how that communication tool could be used in the corporate world.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's a great question. And thanks for that entree. So, um, yeah, at the core, we have a, a 10,000 word, uh, audiobook project. I'll call it a package, although we do tend to customize a lot of our work, but for the purposes of this, it's $1,595 or about 16 cents a word. Uh, we'll record remotely, uh, edit, do all the post-production and create what, uh, would be what you and I would consider an audiobook or an audio deliverable. And, um, typically uh in the audiobook space where we're dealing with longer form than that sometimes not always um you know we're taking it out to uh, Audible Amazon iTunes and about 35 other uh, uh Online retail channels that include public libraries and university libraries, and, and a lot of you know, there are a lot of uh, apps outside of the uh, what I'll call the Amazon ecosystem that we distribute to. So our package includes the recording, the editing, the post production, the creation of the cover, which needs to be square for audio product in the retail market, and and then also um, the managing of the files and uploading them for distribution for sale online. Uh, it, what's fascinating is is I think um, there's a movement towards towards shorter works and you sort of uh, telegraph this a little bit in your question um, you know why 10,000 words i mean most of the average i mean most of the books we're seeing are between you know call it 25,000 to 50 or 65,000 words so you know if you if you do the math these are you know four or five six eight hour audiobooks so i think what's happening and we're seeing this in the podcast space as well is there's a discussion about distributing in shorter, more manageable bites, uh, more manageable bite-sized chunks of audio or content in general, right? So, so I think th- we created this to to be able to um, create an iterative model where you might have a series of white papers or you might have a, a chapters of a book that are you know four or five, maybe ten thousand words each that we could release. Uh, in a cadence, something like what we do with podcasting, just to make them easy to metabolize, and and just you know, it, it goes with the attention span, those trends uh, where, that you and I are both seeing in the podcast world too. So. I hope that that uh, covers some of what you're uh, getting to there.
0: Sure. But the uh, the other thing that struck me is that this is a completely underused, if not unused tool in the corporate world. So in the corporate world, you might do a, a short audio message. You might do a longer audio message. You might do a training that is uh, audio or online. You might put together a video, but the corporate world is not thinking about this as a delivery mechanism for either intense training for employees that need to be uh, really expertly trained or ongoing communications. And if I could now overlay this with uh, something Jeffrey Hazlett talks about, which is uh, he finds that about 25 to 28 percent of the podcasts consumed in the C-suite podcast network – on iPhones, excuse me, on uh, iWatches. And uh, that seemed to me to be a stunning t- statistic, but it that's correct. The business listener could utilize the same tool, particularly when we can start going back to gyms or at least begin to get outside and walk around. And it, it just seemed like to me, as I said, if
1: not underused, a completely unused tool in the corporate world. Oh, no, and it's so true. You know, the corporate, right, you have more of a consumer uptake on a lot of this stuff, I guess, is what you and I are thinking and talking about here. But the idea that you can completely hyper-mobilize any content, I mean, that's really what we're talking about. So why wouldn't corporate corporations want to do, uh, release audio content or content where you don't have to sit and read and ha- be held, I'll call it, captive to a screen or captive to a f- sheet of paper that you printed and, and be able to just get out and uh, and do be, be multitasking, be walking your dog, be walking through the neighborhood, be at the gym, be commuting when that starts happening again. Again, we're sitting in the midst of uh, COVID or beginning to, to move through that. So um, all of this stuff is true, of course. As an audio producer, I've thought about the value of audio and the fact that you're not held captive to visual elements, which means you're free to do other things. And so, um, absolutely, internal or external communications, and we're having conversations with companies about this uh, right now. Given
0: your professional background uh, coming from the entertainment industry and, and moving over now, uh, is yeah. is that something or are those? types of conversations to our corporations, have they been open to them? Should not, should they be that because they should, but do you think they would be if we could present a model to them?
1: Yeah, I think so. And in fact, there's a lot of discussion around dramatizing uh, or illustrating through dramatic uh, call it radio theater or dramatized uh, radio uh, scenarios, for example, in leadership or conflict resolution. I think there are opportunities to what I'll call, um, animate these these scenarios rather than just talk about them from an a- academic or theoretical perspective. I think leadership is one area where that can happen. Um we had a, cl- a pod c- uh, sorry an audiobook client that uh, specialized in communications and uh, leadership in the medical industry of all things. This was long before COVID, but she also is an actress and does improvisation. So her book was called Improv to Impro- uh, Improv to Improve Your Health, and she was really talking about how medical professionals communicate, it, whether it's in the surgical, you know, in the OR or wherever they are. Uh, so I, I think that the, the idea of bringing um, ideas to life through audio, which is really kind of in a way what I think you're uh, at the core of what you're asking there, is, is profoundly uh, interesting and fascinating because. Because when you're communicating, so much of this is an emotional conversation, right? So taking it out of a dry theoretical and into a dramatized idea could be very interesting and very effective. Well,
0: David, if uh, anyone wanted uh, more information on uh, the company, the uh, podcast or audio books, where could they go? Sure.
1: Okay, sure. A couple uh, ideas there. So we're, like so many, we're rebuilding our website. It will still be the same domain, audivita.com, A-U-D-I-V-I-T-A.com. You can contact us through there. You can get information about what we do and our team and all of that. Or you can just send an email to me at dwolf, that's like the animal, D-W-O-L-F, at audivita.com com And again, it's, it's like the car, Audi, and then Vita, V-I-T-A, dot com.
0: Well, David, this has been a fascinating conversation. We've talked about some really interesting ideas. I hope we can continue this conversation. I love it. Thanks so
1: much for having me, Tom. Great to be with you.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of Compliance and Coronavirus. If you have any questions or you have a topic you would like explored on this podcast, please shoot me an email at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. Also, as a call to action, I would ask, if you could, to please tell one of your friends about the podcast so we can spread the word out about the newest podcast on the Compliance Podcast Network. Also, if you would leave us a rating on iTunes or a review, it would greatly help get this word out about this most important podcast over the next several months. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you'll join me for our next episode of Compliance and Coronavirus. This podcast is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.